You sit in church week after week, embracing the truth of God's Word. You believe the gospel and claim Jesus Christ as your Lord. Yet you continue to struggle with pornography. You feel like a hypocrite, returning to the sin you hate that mocks the God you love. You desperately wonder, is lasting freedom even possible? Yes, you can overcome pornography, but not alone. 2 Timothy 2.22 says, Now flee from youthful lusts and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Only by repeatedly running from sin to Christ with other believers can you hope to enjoy lasting freedom. You can live with purity and integrity. Take courage, seek accountability, and do whatever is necessary. Get equipped at accountabletoyou.com. If you are a man or you know someone who is, this show is for you. <laughs> That's right. Joe Rigney is here to get you in shape for some leadership. You weak, limp-wristed man. Full of anxiety. <laughs> That's if, the best opening if, we've ever done. If you're a lady, you can listen too. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and leaders too, underneath you, their husbands you, in their homes. You, you yeah? might know That's some it? anxious men. <laughs> There's three things you should know about 1689 cigars. I bet I don't have one of them. Number one, when you purchase from 1689cigars.com, you help provide jobs for folks in Nicaragua who would otherwise have a very difficult time providing for their families and mm. be reduced to handouts. So it's emissions work. Good. I, I, it's I, good. Like, I like how we do this with the cigars. Um, <laughs> like, this is like such a and Presbyterian. No, well, those are Baptist cigars. I, oh, well, <laughs> those actually, are literally yeah, Baptist yeah, cigars. Yeah. Fair, fair. Every time you enjoy products from 1689cigars.com, you support Reformed Church planters in Nicaragua. Three, 1689cigars.com is owned and operated by bivocational pastors here in the U.S., who resonate with Pastor Charles Spurgeon, who said, I intend to smoke a good cigar to the glory of God before I go to bed tonight. He's Presbyterian now. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I know someone else who's Presbyterian now, too. Oh, 1689cigars.com oh, is honored to partner with Reformed Cigars by selling all of the blends and sizes available from Reformed Cigars, whether your palate prefers a full-bodied Maduro a mild Connecticut, or somewhere in between. 1689cigars.com has a blend for you during the month of February. Visit 1689cigars.com to take advantage of their sale on five packs and purchase a beautiful poster-sized print from Cigar Band. Cigar Band? Or maybe brand artist. I don't know. Clay Hall. He has skillfully replicated the historic stained glass window from Spurgeon Pastors College in a stunning mosaic of cigar bands. Oh, cigar bands. Like the bands that go around the cigar. Yeah, right. Come on, Neil. Help me out here. Come on. That's 1689cigars.com. Smoke to the glory of God, like Message. Spurgeon said. Mm. Okay. So, Joe, thanks for coming hey, on the show. Thanks for having it's, me. It's Dr. Joe Rigney. Um, I'm so happy you're here. Always good to be yeah. here. Yeah, man. How is Moscow treating you? Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Rainy. You're on Gabe's mic, so you're gonna have to yell in it's, that microphone. It's uh, it's you can, it's you can lift it up. It's and just, oh, there we go. There you go okay. yeah. It's uh, it's raining right now, which is kind of a, it's, a it's, lot, and it's that's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> in Minneapolis, it'd be snowing it'd in be like snowing. in like you know, twenty degrees or and, fifteen. And there are, I sometimes think I would prefer that. Yeah. You know, you you uh, you changed. You changed. I uh, yes. Yeah, but and and we here's all, what but, <laughs> we all do. <laughs> Yeah, but did you, 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 like out of nowhere, it feels like I turn on X and here you are just swinging. Oh, oh. 
Okay. I mean, swinging. <laughs> okay. And you are hitting so hard that you're making everybody have to share your stuff. I, I, yeah. I, well, sometimes it's just that you write things and then people put pictures with them and then everybody loses their mind. <laughs> like that, like when the Medusa, th- that was just, that was an intern at the American Reformer was like, hey, this is a good picture. And then kaboom, yeah. that blew up. Yep. So, but yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I've, one of the nice things about being here is I'm, I'm writing a lot. Is that, so that's changed. So, yeah, but, like, it, like I think uh, being, being here uh, has, you know, I, I was, when I was the president of Bethlehem, they, there's a lot of responsibilities there yeah. in terms of institutional running. And, um, and I enjoyed that and it was, it was great. Um, but being here right now, it's, I'm teaching my classes and then I've got some, some space in the schedule to kind of observe the goings on and to, make trouble and to, yes, or expose trouble. <laughs> there, I'm not the troubler. Yeah. yeah. Right. Who Ahab is the real Come on now. And so, uh, so yeah, so I get to write and, uh, and so that's been fun. It's been really enjoyable. It's been, I don't know about everybody else. I'm just going to speak for myself, but it's been massively encouraging to see because, you know, um, there's not a lot of pastors or people who are academically capable, um, who are coming out of their ivory towers to engage culture. And to watch you engage like this is like, man, what a, it's a fresh voice. And um, I don't know why, you are not in having so many invites to speak at conferences <laughs> right now. You should your whole schedule should be filled. Yeah, I would say I'd say no to those though. Like I have like it's baseball season in like a month. Like I'm gonna be doing that. They just gotta the increase kids. the bag, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They, they just gotta increase y'all get Joe out there. Increase the bag. He needs to be speaking at conferences. Right. So you got this brand new um series on Canon Plus. Yes. Leadership and an age of anxiety yeah. and and a book. Yes, um, that's it. Leadership and emotional sabotage um, coming out when? That's uh, early March. So it should be shipping then. Pre- pre-order now. Yeah, pre-order now because that should have been good. a Black History Month book. It's perfect it, title. It, uh, it, it is. It is. It is. It's a bonus, yeah. bonus book bonus. for Black History Month. That's what they were going for at Canon. Um, I mean, if Apple's doing it, oh, it's Black History Month. Throw all these movies in there for Black History Month. Yeah, right. It doesn't matter. Same thing. Um, subtitle, <laughs> Resisting the Anxiety that Will Wreck Your Family, Destroy Your Church, and Ruin the World. Yes. Um, and um, we've actually been on a kick here. Um, and, and maybe, maybe this is where I found it, but there's, you know, there's this clip going around, um, uh, with, um, um, Curtis, Curtis, Curtis Chang. Yes. I keep wanting to call him Vincent. Is that, yeah, that was me. I want Vincent? to call him Vincent. Yeah. <laughs> Curtis Sorry. Chang, uh, with, 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 um, Russell Moore and David yeah. French presenting this curriculum called the after party. We had yeah. Megan Basham on who oh, yeah. reviewed it. And and, and she she took off the gloves and and the fingernails. And she, <laughs> yeah. and she, Did you read her article about this? Uh, she's yes. Yeah, evangelicals well, the, 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 for sale. The, the funding. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, they, this is that basically the, they couldn't get the, the Rockefellers are they like couldn't get Christians to fund it, yeah. and then the, and then somebody had the idea. What if we asked the pagans to yeah. see? Do they want to fund our yeah. Sunday school curriculum? So Trojan horse. Like, just invite the horse. Anyway. Neil, I don't, this is live, but like, do you have that clip? By any chance, can you pull that this, up? This is the kind of producer um, Neil um, is. Uh, like we, he didn't even notice this coming. Well, we've been showing this clip a lot, and I'm just like, let's just, let's just, as I, we should. I just want to show it again because it, it, every time I think about it, it kind of makes me more upset. Yeah. Um. It and um. So it just this is um apparently pinned to the top of your X right now. Yes, it is. Okay, it's it's up there. Then if people get mad. They get mad at Curtis, Russell, and David. They get less mad at you. You can have plausible deniability, right? You could just say, hey, you know, 
I don't agree with everything these guys say, but I think they're worth listening. That's the classic move, you know, you do make as a pastor, right? Uh, you want to inject something, but you know, not have to take all of the shots for it, which you shouldn't have to take all the shots for. That should be part of our job is to do that. This is, that's the partnership here. So you should. I just want to vomit. Yeah. <laughs> we awful. have a bag it's for so you. Bad. Yeah, yeah. It's so bad. Um, I, and this, this, the more I think about it, I just think, so I, I, presumably, I mean, he's talking to a room full of pastors. Right. Yeah. And he just. Is he though? He, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, a room, but, a room well, full of hirelings. He, he, mm. no, 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 straight up, straight up. Like he, he, he insulted them all. Yeah. He was not run off the stage. Right. But but Facts. more than that, like he's insulting the bride of Christ. Yeah. Mm. He, he's he is saying what you do is not particularly important. And the most important things you probably need to um hire out. Yeah. Um, so that you can have plausible deniability because this is your classic pastor move. You you right. don't want to actually take responsibility for the most important things that need to be yep. taken care of on Sunday morning as the shepherd of the sheep. Right. Yeah, it's uh it's it's awful, but it's also accurate. Like so Oof. so you yeah. see yes. so you see so let's well I, let's do this. Uh the charitable version of this is basically pastors are tired. They're burnt out. Right. They're they're weary. 2020 was a mess, right? And so they're feeling it and they're they're just they're just run down. And so these guys are coming in knowing knowing that. I mean, Cry me a river. Right. There's a little bit of that. <laughs> uh, these guys are coming in saying, Hey, we have we have a direction we want to go. Mm. And we can help you by taking the heat off, by, by relieving the pressure. So just let us take the heat. You can throw it onto us. We'll be your scapegoat. Right. But then you can still, but they're, but they're still trying to steer the thing. Like, they're right. like, like just give us the steering wheel and we will. We'll take we them will, where you want to take them. Yes. But we can take more of the heat. But we can take more of the heat because we're not there. And then you can just be nice pastor, but we're going to steer your church. Right. That's, and, and I, like I was like, that's the charitable version. Like, yeah, like that's like, right. like that's not the, uh, yeah. that's not like there's, there's, you could say it much stronger. I do think that they're speaking to something though, that is a real thing where, where pastors are exhausted by all the stuff. And this is, this is where some of the book is coming from is sort of age of anxiety. So this is, that's a Friedman, Edwin Friedman wrote failure of nerve in the nineties. And uh, I was, I've been really helped by that book. Yeah. And my book is basically that his book, among other things, about, you know, Bible, Shakespeare, some other stuff, have kind of ruminated for about a decade, and I've taught on it, taught classes on it, um, you know, led, tried to lead out of it, and and it was basically um, Friedman's good, but he's you know got a bunch of evolutionary gobbledygook. He's yep. a process theology guy. It's not even you know, um, but his insights on like dynamics, relational dynamics, social dynamics are really really. Right shrewd. Right. And a lot of his prescriptions even kind of kind of cut with biblical ruts. He's a rabbi, so he's got a lot of Bible that's kind of running in there. Yep. And um and so it's like I'm gonna take it and I want to root it in more biblical soil. I want to find the Bible language to describe the things he's describing because that's more accessible than his psychological jargon. Mm. And so I want to do it because we do live in an age of anxiety, agitation, turmoil that just wears leaders down. It just you get just the grind. And there's a lot of guys who do feel that. And they think that by they think that the way out is that is right. like outsource it to these guys. They'll take the heat. I can I can just kind of outsource you know outsource my my leadership. When the actual thing is that's how you got in the mess. <laughs> right. Like it right. was the abdication right. that create that that fostered 
the anxiety in your community, that fostered the agitation in your community. It was your refusal to lead faithfully, um, sober-mindedly, um, um, courageously. It was your failure to do that. That was the abdication that led to all of the junk, and now you're just doubling down on junk, on, on blame right. shifting. If you and abdicate a little bit, you, the feeling is if I yes. just abdicate a little bit more— Right, then it'll, we'll, it will get better. It'll get better. It was, you can, and, and the idea is we just need to get through this. Right. And it's, it's sort of the, like this expectation that like, oh, you know, just over the horizon is like yeah. this really great, sweet, lit, sweet time of like, you know, green pastures. And it's like, that's not true. Like God's preparing a table for you in the presence of his enemies. Mm. You're in the middle of a war and it's, and you should not be banking on it's going to get better. Cause you thought if you got through 2020, it was going to get better. Mm. And then now it's like, and then what, here's what God said to you. He's like, no, you get a do over. Here's 20, 2024. Right. I'm just going to put the same two guys up in your election because yeah. I'm judging all of you. Right. And wow. this is and and now let's see if you can lead through it better. And so I wrote the book. <laughs> Talk about increasing anxiety. Exactly. <laughs> like, like I I wrote the I, the reason I wrote the book. The reason that Canon wanted you know wanted to get this one out now was everybody has an, sort of a sense that like 2024 is going to be Cheating up. something up. It's not something. It's just yeah. it's just we like. 2020 surprised us. Right. 2024, it's like you can see it, mm-hmm. and it's coming. And so how are you going to lead your church, your school, your family, your business? How, like, what are you going to—there's no way out but through. And what Chang and those guys are trying to do is saying, no, there's another way out. Yeah. The, the, the other way out is toss it to us. Give us the rock, yeah. and we'll run with it. And then you can just blame us if it goes belly up. And instead, what you should be saying is, no, I'm responsible. I'm responsible. Right. I am—my family needs me. My church needs me. And so, and so I'm, it's weird. Like, so, so th- there's a way in which I felt this whenever I saw the clip. And then I was like, I got to do, I did a little thread on it because it was like, on the one hand, they're saying, Hey, you're burnt out. We want to help you. And so we're going to write something to help you. And it's like, I said, Hey, I know you're in this situation. I'm going to write something to help you. The difference is I can't pastor your church. I can't lead your family. And mm-hmm. I'm not even going to try. I'm right. not a guru. Right. I'm not like, I am not some, like, I'm not your scapegoat. Like I'm putting the ball back in your court right. and saying God is calling you to this and He's built you for it. Like right. he, He's given you His right. Holy Spirit to like do this. So right. do it. Do we actually live in an age of anxiety? I mean, I, I well, guess like like I'm sort of one. Like I know I, all the dynamics yeah, yeah. is real. Is it? Is this? Uh, is it worse than it's ever been? Well, I want to tack onto that. Or what, is this yeah, the way life is? Yeah. When you talk about anxiety, even what do you mean by it? What do people even yeah. mean by so, that? So yeah, and, that, and that's and that. So the part of the reason you know the challenge. So if you think anxiety, I mean think angst. So um and and so anxiety is the Friedman word for it. And he doesn't doesn't just mean that like internally you're kind of nervous, right? Which is yeah. how we mean it, like in like a you know I'm anxious. He means like the whole system is like a churning, you know, ball of like emotion and passions. So. So it's where everybody's banging off of everybody else. Everybody, you know, like um, mm. my passions, you know, just collide into you, and then you just amplify them back to me, and then it goes into there. And just, feelings, it, just feelings, 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 and passions, sort of just vibrating, vibrating. And and there's very and 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 so his word was anxiety. So angst. It's that crackle in the room. It's the you're walking on eggshells. It's you know that there's gas in the air, and if anybody like you, just hope that nobody lights a match. It's that felt sense. That is where we live. And, and to your question, like, is it always like this? Like, I don't actually think it is. I think that there are seasons. This, this isn't the first time, for yeah. sure. But there are seasons in history in which you feel that. So you think about, like, the run-up to the American Civil War, 
right? Was a time of just like mm. everybody can just feel the crackle and crackle. And and what's gonna and somebody's eventually gonna, you know, fire a cannon and just South needed Carolina. a spark. Just need the spark, right? Somebody's gonna, you know, John Brown's gonna go down and do his thing, right? So like there's gonna be these events. So uh it was building, building, building up to the American Revolution. It's building, building, building up to the French. So like it's like build up, build up, build up, and you can feel it coming and it pervades. And so the Friedman's point and the point that I that God makes in his word is that God has given heads. So you, you got a body, and he's given heads to be the shock absorbers, to be the leaders, to be mm. the ones who who take the body through it. So that shepherds mm. in the church, husbands, fathers in the home, that's leaders, you know, statesmen in the in the political arena, kings, princes, presidents, whatever you want to say. It's in your business, it's that's that. It's in the school, it's the board, it's the head. Like there's all God's designed heads to be the shock absorbers and to be the ones who orient, order, structure, and take their people somewhere. And they have to know where does God want to go. What's this body for? My home is for one thing. My church is not exactly the same. It's got different purposes. I know what it's for, and I know what my role is, and I'm going to go there. And because of that, I'm going to get sabotaged. I'm going to. There's going to be all kinds of junk thrown at me, and I need to be the kind of steady, sober-minded leader who doesn't get derailed, doesn't get taken off mission by the everything blowing up around me. Oh my goodness, we're in trouble. Why? Why are? Why? Are, <laughs> why have men become so brittle? Uh. We're not we're not shock absorbers. Yeah, we're, right. It hits us and we we blow up or we crumble. Yeah, right. Can I even can I level that out a little more? I'm, I'm tacking on all yeah, your questions. All right. Um, I, I, the man, I, I think that'll I want to get there. But why are the leaders and pastors? Because this is a whole book about leadership, right? So the place you're starting is there's no reason why we have. It's understandable why we have men to act like this. The leadership is modeling this, but right. why are our leaders even? More specifically, so brittle be that they have to sub out. Yeah, but that's what. But that's what I asked. But you, but you said man, and I'm I'm yeah. yeah. I'm just starting All a little earlier to men, leadership. Men, mm. men are leaders. All of them. I said that in your home. In the show. In yeah. your, I know uh, you did. Uh, you did say it. Uh, so, but I mean, I there's mean, certain kind of leaders of men. You know what I mean? Okay, let me let me, let me say. Pastors. Let's yeah. just go with there. Pastors. Well, I do think it starts more fundamental. I do think so. You go back. Oh, okay. Uh, it is. I mean, it's Adam in the garden. It's like why? Why are we this way? You're right. Okay. Like it's Adam in the garden. Adam, what's he do? He abdicates. Yeah. She, he, you know, is this woman? This this woman. You know, he sits there and he says the, the serpent's tempting her. He's standing there. He she gives the fruit to Adam who was with her. He's right. there for the temptation, and he just listens to the devil lie to his wife, tempt her, and just watches it. He's passive, and then he, she turns to him and says, "You want to eat this too?" And he's now now it's not passive. He's got to make a choice, and the choice is obvious. Like it's a um. She can be deceived. He can't be deceived. Right. He heard from God's own mouth, do not do this. Right. She heard it from his mouth, and she's wondering, do I listen to this snake or do I listen to my husband? Both say that they're speaking for God. I don't know. So she's deceived. His is high-handed. He says, I choose her. I choose her over God. I'll listen mm-hmm. to her, not to God. I'll do what she says and what she wants, not God. So this is idolatry. This is creature over creator. So abdication leads to idolatry, and then mm-hmm. God shows up and says, what are you doing? How did you know you were naked? Did you eat from the fruit? And then he goes, <laughs> right. The woman that you right. gave me. Yeah, yeah. And that's blame, 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 blame. Yeah. blame. Hey, like, it, I don't agree with everything she does. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. Well, and and uh, and it's sort of like I mean, this is this this moment where it's like there are literally three people in this conversation right now. Right? Yeah, yeah. And Adam's like, I just I don't know whose fault it is. I just know it's not mine. Yeah, right. Right. it's everybody else's fault but mine. Right. And that thing. That's Adamic masculinity. That's Adamic leadership. That's what you lead like if you're in 
Adam, and it shows up again and again. It's Aaron at the Golden Calf doing the exact same play. It's Saul mm. with the Amalekites. He's given a mission. Here's what you're supposed to do. Everything's got to be gone. And then Samuel shows up, and he's like, they're supposed to kill all the animals. Right. Shows up, and Samuel's like, so... He's, and Saul's like, I did everything you said. And he's like, why do I hear sheep? Mm-hmm. Right. What's the sheep? Where's the oxen? Why are they there? What's that king doing still alive? And he's like, mm. oh... Oh, that king. The people... Had a you good idea the, while you were gone. Yeah. You know, the, you know the people. <laughs> yeah. They they wanted to sa- they wanted to sacrifice him, and it's this really like brazen. Mm. It's the same pattern: abdication. Do it, you know. Let let them lead, mm. and then commit idolatry. Samuel says presumption is as idolatry. You thought you knew better than God. You listened to the people rather than God, and then blame the people. I feared the people. <laughs> this is the pattern of of leadership, and it's so it's biblical. It's like we see it in the Bible, and then in times of crisis, what it does is it 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 unleashes. That kind of abdication unleashes the passions in the body. They just clang off everybody, and which then undermines leadership. It's just this vicious cycle wow. of like your abdication leads to the passions raging, and then the passions raging means they, they kneecap you every time you try to lead. And so then that makes it worse, and it just spirals and spirals and spirals. And so you're the wow. leader, and, and you need to lead like Jesus, not like Adam. This touches everything. So, I mean, yeah. you're right when we talk about men, because that's what happens in the home. It is. Like when dads abdicate their responsibility, all of a sudden everybody's emotions ping, 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 ping. Yes. And there's there's nothing that keeps it like, okay, wait, we're a unit. This is our covenant understanding of how we're supposed to act and engage, disciplining people where they're supposed to. All yeah. right. It, it, when you don't have anybody in charge, things just fall all over the place. Right. It's just like jello it's with no form. Exactly. <laughs> it's, but it's jello that can channel massive amounts of electricity. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right? It's like lightning uh, can strike that big jello thing, and then like every, it's like this plasma that just everything's like, electrical, <laughs> every, and, and everything's is. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. And so rather than, and, and then you channel it back in. And what you said is right, because I think when you people hear passions or feelings run, they immediately hear the um the blow up kind, right? At, mm. You know, just like interruptions. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but there's another kind of passion that's the shutdown kind. Yeah. Where you just take your ball and go home. Right. You just you just quit. You just you just and and you just shut down. And that's as reactive. It's as much of a passion. Interesting. Even though so so and in a home, you can have it where one person blows up, other person shuts down, another person, you know, gets sad, another person gets anxious, right? And it's just the they're different passions. Right? Yeah. There's anger and there's fear and there's that's anxiety good. and there's resentment. And they're all passions and they're just careening off of each other. Why? Because the dad dad's not being dead. And the, here's the thing: why can't dad be dead? Because he's not anchored. He's not anchored in, he doesn't have gravity. Where does he get gravity? He needs Christ. He needs Christ to be the ballast in his boat so that he can be the ballast in the body's boat. Mm. The the thing about the story with Samuel and Saul that's really, really helpful, and and you point this out, is idolatry running through the whole thing. And the other thing that Samuel calls it is witchcraft. Yes. He says rebellion is like witchcraft. And I don't, and I think it's like we have to recognize that this attempt. To go through storms, but not be the man, right? Mm. Not be the leader, not be the shock absorber, right. is witchcraft, right? You, oh, you better you, shut you, up. You are attempting to make God's world work in some other way. Yes, you're trying to trick Dripology. You're trying to trick peace out of um, yeah. this disobedience. Yeah. So you're the shock absorber. You're supposed to take the angst. Yep. And then, as you said, it, this is not us saying that. Um, men are somehow invincible or have no They're feelings not. or the rest. It's, but it's saying your job is to take all of it and pour it out on Christ. Yes. Take it to your father. Take it to the Lord. 
and having cast all your cares on the Lord, knowing that he cares for you, 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 you have the emotional bandwidth yeah. to actually stand there and then say, okay, I've heard you. Yes. And I took all that angst and all that feelings to the Lord. Yeah. He's got it. Yeah. And now this is what we need to do. Yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the way I define sober-mindedness is the word. So Friedman uses the word self-differentiation, a self-differentiated yeah, person with right. a non-anxious presence. Right. And it's like, just rolls off the tongue. Uh, <laughs> and I just said, Bible's word for that is sober-mindedness. That's good. It's just like when 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 men when leaders are said, you must be sober-minded, it yeah. means you're not drunk on other people's passions. Clarity of mind, so you see what's going on. Yeah. Uh, stability of soul, you're, you have gravity. Hold on, let me write these down. Clarity of mind, so you can see what's going on. Okay. Yeah. Stability of soul, you're anchored, you got ballast in your boat, you're steady, you're, you're gravity and gladness, and then a readiness to act, which is what you're saying. Yeah. So, and so, you know, like these days, um, lots of people are drawn on the um, men of Issachar. Right? Mm-hmm. Men of Issachar, mm-hmm. like more and more mm-hmm. people. And what was it? Like they know what time it is, right? And they know what we should do. Right. And why do they do that? Because they're worshiping God faithfully, they're fearing the Lord, and so they have gravitas, they have... And and then the other thing I think that's that's significant in it is the gravity needs to get paired with gladness because it's mm. not just like like in a time like this when everything's right. anxious sometimes our gravity can come out as like just in, straight up intensity right mm-hmm. and we just try to like muscle it to the ground but like which is just us bringing more emotion right. into the and pouring more fuel in the fire yeah. and yeah. and it's the wrong emotion what what emotion did you bring and it's like joy mm-hmm. bring gladness yeah. And uh, and so and that's why you know one of the uh, one of the key marks I think of of how how's it going is playfulness mm. is gratitude though those if if those are present in your system if people can still laugh if people can still rejoice if people can still you know poke at each other play with each other that's a sign of health and what it is like then you don't get burned out when when you live in a, when you're living if your house is full of joy and gratitude in life like yeah. that. Like you don't get burned out. It doesn't matter. Like everything could be falling apart around you. You could have um, sickness and cancer in your family. You could have all kinds of hardship. You could have false accusations flying every which way. You could just be in the middle of the biggest storm that from the outside people go, surely that guy's ready to quit. Mm-hmm. But if the thing is, if you're doing the um, the C.S. Lewis um, horse and his boy King Loon, you know, to be first in every desperate attack, last in every desperate retreat, and when there's hunger in the land. Mm-hmm. Laugh louder at a scantier meal. Like if you're just like first in, last out, laughing loudest. If that's what you're doing, you don't feel burned out. You right. feel built up. Why? Because God's present and blessing. In uh, in in Philippians four, Paul says, "Rejoice always." Again, I say, I, rejoice. I'm tell you twice. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, I know you weren't listening the first time, but I'm going to say it again. Yep. A- and then he says, "Be anxious for nothing." Right. Um. Um. He says, "Let your gentleness." Yep. Your meekness, which could be translated self-control, yep. sober-mindedness, uh, be um, known to all men yep. because the Lord is at hand. Yep. The here. Lord is He's at hand. Here. He's here with us. The one who holds everything is yep. here. He's got it. And then um, be anxious for nothing by, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Yep. Let your requests be made known to God and the God of peace. Yes. Um, which passes all understanding will yeah. guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Right. Mm. Um, I mean, there's it's all like it's all right there. packed right in I there. Should have put that in the book. And, I should have. I gotta. And, and, hey, you can still do it. It's not coming out to Mark. Send it over to. Uh, <laughs> but it doesn't stop there. He keeps going. He says, and and in the same in the same thought says, and now whatever brothers, whatever is good. Yep. Whatever is true. Mm-hmm. Whatever is lovely. Yep. Whatever is praiseworthy. You know. Um. Whatever is just. Whatever is virtuous. Um. 
meditate on those things, count those things, make lists of those things, and and everything you've seen in me. Yeah. Do, do, do it. Yeah, that's do, right. Do and then and then he goes and, he's, and he immediately says, you know, and I'm, I'm I'm actually particularly rejoicing right now because I finally got that gift that you sent to me. Yeah. But I want you to know that I wasn't like sitting here like desperate yeah. for that gift. Yeah. But it's really encouraging to get it. But I want you to know that in every situation, yep. I've learned how to be content. Yeah. How how to how abound in, in much and how to be abased, how to have lots and be be full, but also to be hungry and have very little. Yep. I can do all things through Christ. Through Christ who strengthens me. Mm. Um that's that's it. All of this. Gotta write another chapter. Is is uh, do it, man. Um <laughs> it, it is, um, but it's that it's that joy. Yes. It, it's it's not just bottling it up and sort of saying, I'm going to muscle through, I'll hold it in. No, it's, right. it's, it's knowing that the Lord is at hand yep. so you can be a self-controlled man. Yep. Uh, it's, it's letting your request be made yeah, known to God with, with thanksgiving. You're praying, you're pouring your heart out to prayers, God constantly. Sure. I need this, Lord, yeah. please come through for us here. This is a challenge. I don't know what to do about this. And it's in the, in the context of that kind of praying that it says the peace of God, which yes. passes all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind. Um, in Christ Jesus, yeah. and then you know, not only that, you're you're meditating on the good things, the true things, the noble things, the just things, the virtuous things. You're imitating other godly leaders who you see who are doing this, who are composed yeah. and rejoicing and full of peace, and and in doing so, you're learning to be content in all things, yeah. um, whether you have a lot or a little. Yeah. And Jesus is under all of it. And Jesus is under it all. Why don't you go ahead and read this ad, and then I okay. We'll go backstage with the good doctor. Public houses or pubs are not just places to drink beer, wine, cider, or even something a little stronger. It's also a unique social center, very often the focus of community life in villages, towns, and cities throughout the length and breadth of the world. We here at Cross Politic hope to emulate that for you and yours. That's why you should grab yourself a pub membership at fightlaughfeast.com. Fight Laugh Feast Pub um, is, is where we... Gather together as a community. So pull up a chair, grab a pint, join us on this ride at fightlaughfeast.com. That's fightlaughfeast.com. Join the pub, and that's how you can catch all our backstage content, all our old conference talks, including a great one from Dr. Rigney at the Ark Encounter last fall, and whatever we're going to talk about right now, which might be somewhat connected to why... Uh, he's baptizing babies. So if you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. If you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politic. It is the duty of the free man to resist tyranny at every turn. Every man will either watch his freedom stripped away or take action to protect what he loves. Introducing the A3, the newest revolutionary body armor from Armored Republic. The A3 is the new standard for lightweight multi-hit body armor. A3 plates are incredibly light at 4.6 pounds. The patented design captures fragmentation while remaining multi-hit capable. The A3 will stop up to M80 ball, yet comes in at only 0.7 inches thick. The A3 is the thinnest NIJ.06 compliant or certified composite standalone plate that includes the drop test. The A3 is the first of its kind, patent pending, that combines an alloy strike face with polyethylene backing, revolutionizing body armor technology by providing strength and durability while remaining sleek and maneuverable. The A3 is the new standard in lightweight body armor. The fight against tyranny just got stronger.